Good evening, Conversations. We are going to have an outstanding program today. I've got some special guests that I'm going to announce shortly. I've got a, just a very few remarks that I want to share with you. Number one, we have Lisa Bybee, who is Vice President of Sales and Marketing and also Success Coach. She is going to be handling the chat room. See her, give her a round of applause for Lisa over there in the chat room. Yes, and I am Jesse Farrell. I am professional speaker and executive success coach. I am going to be handling my and our special guest here in the studio. It's going to be so much fun. We actually also want to talk about just really quick an announcement that we have this Sunday. We have our live version of Conversations where we select about four to 12 people that are going to connect with us in a very live laboratory life laboratory, that is, and we'll create a dialogue, which we call Empowering Conversations, for about 90 minutes, and there's about two spots left for that. You just go to uh, justtalk.com, and then you can email us if you're interested in that, and we will take it from there. Lisa will handle that. We also have Happy Hour Coach that's coming up. That's going to be on August 18th, and that's going to be at Payments. That is going to be an outstanding program with Tim Ressmeyer out of Chicago, Tim Ressmeyer is a Ph.D., which makes him pretty hard darn working. Ph.D., I think that's what that stands for. And he's a sharp guy. He's an executive coach and a personal professional development coach himself. And we're going to watch Tim shine while we support him as best way we can. That's going to be, uh, again, at six from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. on the 18th here of August. That'll be awesome. Now, getting down to the fun stuff, I am so very happy to welcome two very special guests here on the program. We've got, to my right, we've got Linda Bonici. Round of applause for Linda, please. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Recently retired vice president of sales from KLAS-TV. Yes. Yes, yes You that's put correct. some time there, didn't you, lady? Yes, I did. Okay, 21 we're gonna, years. We're going to talk about that because okay. you don't look like you could have put in 21 years. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. And we've got Tony Benici over here. Tony Benici, vice president and general manager of Lotus Broadcasting. That's correct. Do you have your 21 years in? I have my 30 years. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> 21 plus 9. That's it. So very, very good. This is actually going to be a great program with the two of you on. I'm actually getting the chance to broadcast with real broadcasters. Ooh. Not like you guys are real broadcasters. <laughs> Well, well, this is good. <laughs> we, we should take a stab at it, that's for sure. Tony's like, wait a minute now. I didn't think I was supposed to feel all this pressure on the show. So let's, um, let's, let's talk about, we're going to hop around a little bit, but what I want to talk about really is August 15th, there's something really special coming up here. What do you, what do you say to that August 15th date? Linda? Well, uh, it's a big day. Uh, for a couple of reasons, okay. but the one uh, you know I care most about is that we get to announce all of the scholarship recipients nice. for the uh, Tony and Linda Benici Scholarship Fund. And tell us what that is, please, so so we all know. Okay, it is. Um, I I have to back up a bit if that's okay. Sure. Uh, Tony was inducted into the um, not only the Hall of Fame but achieved a Lifetime Achievement Award. This guy? Yes, five years ago. Give me a bump on that. Yeah, yeah Nevada yeah. Broadcasters. And nice. <laughs> I'm he, something real. He only agreed to do it if this foundation could be formed. Nice. And I, you know, I think that's probably the most important thing. And he would never tell anybody that. That's something that. That's huge. It is. And it, when that began, the two of us got hard at work in trying to find a way to get out to these kids that are wanting to get into broadcasting, wow. but they don't know how. And some of them can't afford the tuition, can't afford anything, you know, to go mm -hmm. to college, let alone to pursue a broadcasting wow. degree. 
as well as get some experience. I love that. So you created that based on his saying, I'll only do it if we can do something even bigger with that. That's correct. Well, we had we had the support of a fellow by the name of Bob Fisher. Who I was going to speak about Bob Fisher. Yeah, he's a great guy. He, you know, he, he was the uh, president for Nevada Broadcasters okay. at the time. Okay. And, and Bob... Bob was hugely supportive of the having a foundation like wow. this. So. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. I just have to say to you, I that's an extremely powerful giving piece because that money has to come from somewhere. And these kids that get that scholarship or get those scholarships, I should say, mm-hmm. you are changing their lives. Well, you know, can I clock in for a second on that? You know, the money is obtainable. You can find money somehow usually. I, I, I say that loosely because it is a difficult thing to get. So money's one part of it. You said you can find money easily. Nah, nah, I, I, that's what I say. You shouldn't say you, easily. Some of okay. my brothers on the street can find money easily. <laughs> okay. I, that's right, but I wonder, but right. you're not talking about those yeah. guys, right? Money's obtainable <laughs> somehow. Funding, okay. student loans. You know, money's obtainable. Money you have to pay back. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. The, the thing that happens to a lot of kids that, you know, they, they graduate from college, and not just in broadcast, a lot of different things. For sure. They, they don't know how to get into the industry. Whatever it is, they well go said. to. So what we supported, and we the scholar, the the internship that's mm-hmm. provided, gets them in a front door. They they get to actually be in a building. Kids go to college all the time for something and never step into the building and of what it is that business is all about. And then they get out of college with their degrees, and then where do I even go to apply for this? How do I mm-hmm. do this? Well said. I like that. That's that's a really integral part. But I also want to flash back and say. Getting the money part for those thriving, curious, creative, interested souls that may come from a disposition where they don't have mm-hmm. that opportunity, yeah. it's just as huge as what you yeah. just said. I think it's a t- yeah. two-part, don't you? Yeah, it, scratch, it scratch the money not being important. It is important. I didn't, I didn't mean, I didn't <laughs> no, mean you that. didn't say it wasn't important. You yeah. said it was easy, and I thought yeah. you were talking about the brothers on the streets. No, the way no, they scratch that. get scratch it kind of easy, you know, a little breaking and entering and yeah. knocking and no. whatever. But no. but no, but I want to go back to scholarship for a second because— you're sitting across from a scholarship recipient. The only way that I could go to school, for I graduated in northern Nevada, Hawthorne, Nevada, mm-hmm. and the only way that I could go to school, there were eight, my, my parents had eight kids. The wow. only way I could go is because of a Tony and Linda Bonici. Mm-hmm. It was called the DeVos Scholarship, D-E-V-O-S. Mm-hmm. It was a full-ride scholarship to UNLV for fine arts. Oh, fantastic. Awesome. That was the only way yeah. I could go. So yeah. I'm telling you, I'm telling you how those children feel and their families, because I'm a recipient of a very similar situation. Well, mm-hmm. and, and Lynn and I see the faces and the tears and, and everything when we do award the kids. Yes, because you know, they can't so, believe it. So, yeah, mm-hmm. so scratch that about coming easy. <laughs> I, I, was try, I was simply trying to make my point <laughs> and having the opportunity to be inside and a, a field that they want to get into. Did you see Tony put his fists up? <laughs> I had him up on the ropes. Did He's you see ready. that, Linda? Yeah. He did, yeah. When he saw the brother up on top of him, he just put his fist up like that. He did a little <laughs> rope-a-dope like Muhammad Ali a little bit. But he came out fighting. Yeah. He did. <laughs> so that's good. No, 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 I really do get your point. And... And I just think it's absolutely fabulous. And I didn't want it to just be words saying that I think it's fabulous. I really wanted you to really feel that. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll talk about feeling it. You know, Linda, um, which she didn't mention yet about Saturday night, she is receiving the Lifetime Lifetime Achievement and Award. I wanted to mention that. Thank you for me. Let's talk about that. NVBA is what we call it, right? Nevada what? Broadcasters Association is uh, the parent kind of umbrella company. Okay. 
And uh, Nevada Broadcasters Foundation is the one that houses the scholarship. And you're getting a Lifetime Achievement Award from that? From, from the, the association. Broadcasters Association. Wow. Yeah. Another round of applause. Yep. <laughs> How's that? How's that leave you, you feeling? Thank you. Well, you know, humble. I, I'm not old enough to achieve a lifetime achievement. I, I feel like um, that goes to people who have changed laws or, you know, done something so dramatic that any time you would mention their name or or their business, you would say, "Oh, yes, that's uh-uh. you know, no, so go- and so." Or no, that's not me. No, that goes to special people. <laughs> That have given of themselves tirelessly for the right reason with the right cause and the right energy, just never ending until the job gets done. That's you. Well, I'd agree with that. Absolutely. Thank you. But I'm sorry I interrupted you. That's rude because you're a lady. I'm a man. I I shouldn't. But I didn't want that to stick. No, that's (laughs) cool. No, thank you. I wanted you to know it also goes to special people like you. And I really mean that. I think when someone gives from their heart, when you're a heart centered Mm -hmm. giver, is there anything bigger and better or stronger than that? No. No, absolutely. And you can can't you feel that when someone's in a situation like what we're talking about and they're giving from the generosity of their heart, the wealth mm-hmm. and the full expansion expansion of their heart, you can feel that. Mm-hmm. That gets oh, into absolutely. everybody, right? You know, I'll tell you the, the the whole foundation concept is so humbling for both of us. Now, I have a hard time even saying you know the tony and linda bonici right yeah scholarship i mean i I, I never do i always say well the nevada broadcaster we say the broadcasters is that is that is and i don't mean to throw you into the bus but saying that is that almost like saying money's easy oh thank you so i'm sorry that's the last time i'm going there now now, this is this is streaming right so there's no fcc so So you get to tell me anything you want so i could tell you where to go (laughs) and i might jump off too (laughs) go take a flying right yeah i got it that's good no i get it so because you're humble about it because again the reason why you're so humble about it is because it's sincere and it comes from the heart you're not doing it for the notoriety right we do it because these kids they have found something that they're good at or that they love. I mean, when you talk to them and as soon as you say to them that you work at a television station or a radio station, their eyes are popping out of their head. They cannot wait for you to stop talking so that they can hurry up and tell you how great they are right. at whatever. They want to be the next network anchor or they want right. to, oh my God, I love filming everything and putting together my own little story. Right. Do you know when I was a kid, I sat with my hairbrush and talked into it, you know, <laughs> right. like I was to practice in the mirror. I, it's it's infectious. It is. It, it really is. is. It is absolutely infectious. And is that why you do what you do? Tell me, why did you get into broadcasting in the first place? And you specialized primarily in television, correct? I did. Did you do all of it? I started started in radio okay and then somebody else got into radio so i had to go to tv i got it somebody said baby yeah. there's two of us so one yeah. of us i how long i don't want to you... compete against you because i know who's gonna win oh boy let's see we'd... so and we want to keep the relationship right, right so this is this is what we yeah. call that's what we call building relationship equity yeah, well, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> being married 37 years i've wow. learned a few things right? 37 well, round of applause yeah, for yeah, that yeah, well it's actually 38 but 38 now but who's counting <laughs> Well, who's counting? Uh, you guys are killing me. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. That's the last. This is not his day. But you know, but you know what, Linda? That's the last beat up on Tony moment because okay. we only have 15 more minutes in the program. That, so that's right. We got to let this guy. At least I, all I see is Tony's toes underneath the bus is all I see <laughs> right about now. A nice suit, looking good, beautiful shirt, hair. 
as they say in my neighbor, you got your hair did and everything, <laughs> or hair done, yeah. if you want to say it correctly. Yeah. Yeah. And we got him. We keep rolling him under the bus. So okay, we won't anymore. So, but we did both kind of fall into the business. But you were both in radio at the same time in the early days for a short, yeah, for about six months. Okay, and, and then you rolled to television. Yes, yes, we uh, both got our jobs kind of by. I got mine by just you know applying, and it was much more exciting than the other offer I got to be a receptionist at a radio station. Okay, fair enough. And then once I was in the business, he saw the kind of cars that people I worked with drove. Right, nice. And said, Get "Tony, Tony, uh, I'm from mm. Detroit." Man. Oh, that's <laughs> he all said, it took. What <laughs> am I doing in construction? This is so. I'm not kidding you. He applied at wow. every single radio station in town, and they all turned him down. Wow. And then when did it turn around? When I offered to work for free. Seriously. Swear to God. Swear to God. Wow. Story. Yes. And then so so I want to go, we're going to go back and forth. So when you offer to work for free, how long did they, did they accept that free offer? Yes. And how long did they allow you to do that? The gentleman, well, actually I never, I, that part of the story was, gentleman was Morgan Skinner. Okay. Um, and he said, what do you mean you'll work for free? And he said, come on in, I'll talk to you. And he, I said, just pay me whatever, I, give me commission. Just if I sell something, pay me. Right. That's it. Don't right. give me any salary. Don't do anything. And he, uh said, I'll give you a shot. Then he came back and said, you know, we can't do that. Uh, we have to pay you something, so we're going to pay you 400 a month. So I came home to Linda and said, I love this job. I already got a raise. Man. This is fantastic. You know? What a cool story. That's yeah. a cool I love that. That's uh, You sound like Norman Vincent Peale because Norman Vincent Peale, I believe I'm saying that correctly, he started out for nothing working for the president. The president oh, wow. said to him one day, back in the day, he says, well, how much are we paying for you? Pay, how much are we paying you for this? He said, well, you know, that's something we haven't talked about. He says, why don't you just put me on the payroll for a dollar? Very similar type of thing. And look what Norman Vincent Peale has done, mm -hmm. the power of positive thinking. So that was, you You got the power of positive thinking on your mm -hmm. side. Now back to you, Linda. So when you got started, um, what was it like, females in the business? It was different. Mm -hmm. uh, different good and bad. Different, the, the, what everyone knows that it was tough because people just didn't give me any kind of credibility. For sure, in the early I, days. Yeah. I mean, I would walk into a business and I swear to you, a man across the desk would say to me, well, honey, why don't you bring your boss in and we can talk about rates and maybe oh, sign a contract. Oh, my goodness. You can do kind everything a... except talk about the deal. Exactly. See? So I would just have to bite my tongue and say, you know what? We can talk about it right now. <laughs> really, we did, can. Did they I get to it? do that. And they did. And wow. I, I actually gained a, a few friends that way because they respected that, you know, I didn't back down. But you also have to do it with some level of grace. You do. You right? do. And I think that's what they liked. And and truly I took what was different about me mm -hmm. and took advantage of mm -hmm. it. Every other person walk salesperson walking in the door was a, a gentleman. Right. And I was not. So I took advantage of that difference and said, okay, they're sick of seeing these guys walk in. Right, smart. I'm going to come in with a whole different style and a whole different look, and yes. then I'm going to get in the door where they may not. Very nice. And You, you worked happens. with what you had, not exactly. what you didn't have. Exactly. I, Huge. I didn't know what I didn't know. I love that. I, I had not gone to college. I had no idea anything about sales wow. or radio for wow. that matter. And it was really, literally, trial by fire. I love this. It's, it's actually a great story. So then, I'm going to slide over to you. At this stage of your development, how long did you work at that $400 a month? And then... Well, 
It wasn't very long. It wasn't, yeah. For like about, I'd say about eight months after being in the business, okay. I started getting offers from other companies. Very nice. And then all the companies that turned them down the first time. <laughs> yeah, you know, couldn't you, believe they but turned you know them down. What? <laughs> rejections coming. That, that's the greatest, though. I mean, if you don't get rejection, you don't even understand how to to deal with rejection. And, and in sales, you'd get a lot of rejection. You, you do that's but, just the way it is. But Tony, you make it sound so easy, and I know you believe what you say, and I know you feel and have lived what you're saying. But there are a lot of people listening to this podcast that rejection is not easy. And re- rejection is very difficult. So you learn very early on how to deal with that rejection and turn that as into giving you more incentive to get out there until you got a yes. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, I yes. can't really explain why rejection didn't bother me. I, wow. I, I can't explain that. It just was a thing that I just never did. You weren't going to stand for it. One you of know. the reasons you, you figured you're going to keep going until you finally get a yes. You know, I was a happy guy. I still am. You know, things are good. You know, I, I you know, even, you know, when you deal with a bump in the road, it's just a, it's a learning experience. It really know? is, isn't it, it? And it sounds cliche, but it, it's how, how I live. No, but, but living that kind of a standard, it keeps you better balanced. Mm-hmm. It keeps you better in focus. It doesn't let you uh, your self-esteem drop and then your courage and your tenacity, mm-hmm. all that gets to stay with you. You take these challenge. Many, many people get hit with disappointments and uh, rejection on an everyday basis. It's mm-hmm. not about what happens to you. It's about what you do about what happens oh, to you. Yeah. And that's and where you come in. We tell the kids this, you know, that they're going through the, yes, they got a scholarship. Yes, they're going to have an internship. But that doesn't mean that it's going to be easy after that. Thank you. That you're still going to have to apply yes. at a hundred different stations in little bitty towns that you do not want to live in, but you're going to have to, yes. to get some experience. So be prepared for that. And we try to give them as much real life as possible while they're going to school. I love that. Because otherwise they get out in their little Pollyanna and they think they're going to go and get a you know job in Los Angeles as the lead anchor for you know Fox News or something. Mm-hmm. They just don't. They sometimes don't quite get it. So we you really have to tell people them. people like both of you doing exactly what you're doing. You're doing things well beyond the Tony and Linda Benici scholarship. That's well beyond. That's just not putting your money. Wow. That's putting your whole self mm-hmm. at the process, at the at the at what you're aiming to improve, which is young folks coming up in the business mm-hmm. and how they're gonna get their first education, right? Well, right. Jess, there's a bunch of folks that support us as well. I mean there's who else is supporting you, you right know, now? We've got a board. You know, mm-hmm. okay. we do a great board and, and they're, they're fantastic. And, and they, they give, you know, our, our foundation, uh, quite frankly, it, you know, we, everything we've had and we, well, we gave, we've given 55 scholarships, full credited paid scholarships. Wow. We did 22 this year. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Our biggest year. And, and we're not a foundation that gets the big donations. We don't get the 5,000, $10,000 donation. We, we do it a dollar at a time by auctions and wow. golf mm-hmm. tournaments and things like that. And little that, bitty fundraisers. Yeah, the yeah. board and the, the the fundraising committee, which are all volunteers. Nice. They're, that's that's so they they're in the same boat we are. You know, mm-hmm. it's not all Tony and Linda. I guarantee you. you no, know. I figured that you've got an infrastructure behind you of people that believe in you. Yes. Qu- quick question. I'm going to ask this to Linda. She might be a little bit. I'm not so sure. Cause Tony, pretty straight up. Is, can you break off a little piece of that scholarship for a brother that's struggling in business? Or I'm just hey, you asking. can go back to college right now. Oh, see now I got to go back to school st- and get yeah, it. Yeah, 
Study smart. broadcasting, so and then we'll support you. You that's don't a, have to be right out of high school. Well, Linda, that's a Tony Benici answer, by the way. But oh, go wait ahead. a minute. The man did throw me under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You have to have board now approval. He wants some, now he wants some money, right? You have to have board <laughs> approval, so I can't guarantee everyone's going to vote for you. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's some good stuff. I thought I had him, but man, this is a twin This is a twin tower concept over here. I feel like there's two twin towers just caved in right on me. I like it. Very good. Let's talk about this. Senator Harry Reid and Mrs. Landra Reid, they're going to be a part of the whole gala event? Yes. Yes? They are. They are being honored uh, as well. And MGM Resorts MGM Resorts International, yes. being honored. For? And Mr. Bob Fisher, who we just were talking about for uh, his many, many years wow. of service to Nevada Broadcasting. He's like the godfather of broadcasting. You he know, is. he's he, Bob Bob did a lot in his time running Nevada Broadcasters. Okay. I mean, he did. And and again, I credit him with the foundation. I mean, he, you know, he's the guy that really he made it happen. Made it happen. Nice. Under the, the catalyst. Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. Nice. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Well, let me ask you, on the MGM Resorts International, they're getting a community is a community service Correct. award? Yes. And tell me what did they do to get that brilliant company? You know, um, because I'm not on Nevada Broadcasters Association board, I know that they walked through all the qualifications. It's a deeper for process, each of, for sure. Yes. The MGM? But you, it's very yes. apparent to what they do in the community. They do a ton. They do they a ton. They support so many different foundations in town. They sure. give grants. You know, I know I'm involved with Ronald McDonald House as well, and they... We just received, I won't tell you the number, but a nice grant from them. Um, the MGM folks, as a, as a whole company, is, they're amazing people. I happen to amen that because, uh, first off, I was an executive for MGM Resort for three years back in the day as a marketing executive. So they had their downfalls. Oh, <laughs> I'm still coming out from under the bus. Man, <laughs> Tony Bonici, you know, this my show? Like, or does I don't he think care? So. He thinks he's back at Lotus Broadcasting I think again. So, yeah. That man, he carries that GMVP everywhere he goes. <laughs> Always reminding us. That was good. It Sorry, was really Jeff. good. No, no, I got some feet left after that. I'm still. <laughs> and, uh, but MGM Resorts International today, uh, Just Talk is very, very thankful for MGM Resorts International. We, we do and have done work for the Mirage for MGM Resorts International uh, Corporate and also Excalibur and Luxor and a few other legs there. And it, they are a wonderful company to do work with. And I love the girth of the way they go after the things that they mm-hmm. want and typically send service of others. Oh, they absolutely. Really right? So that's really very, are. very good. And I, the Bob Fisher thing, uh, fishing back to him, I'm, I'm happy to learn more about what he has meant to the industry. Mm-hmm. If a young broadcaster, uh, wannabe broadcaster out there that's watching right now, what would you tell them? Start with you, Tony, and then Lynn, I want you to answer this as well. What would you tell a young broadcaster looking to get in and make their mark and do some really good work in broadcasting today versus how it was when you first started? What would you tell them? Well, I, I don't I don't think it's changed much, you know, from what they should do in the beginning Okay, uh, until... Uh, from when beginning when we first got in the business to what it's like today i would say get in work hard learn about all the different jobs within a broadcast facility okay. and and be willing to do everything and anything nice you know and just don't complain about it go to work do it and learn mm-hmm. and, and then nice. and then don't be one of those individuals like for instance if you're if you're working somewhere for three years don't be a person that has one year experience you know two times three times over right get every year you're in the business you know, make sure you have that many years of experience. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Great advice. What about you, Linda? I would say here's this whole new generation coming up. We recognize that our industry is changing. 
radio and television both. And we need them, these young people, their minds, their ideas on how Mm -hmm. to navigate this future. So I would say to them, stick to what you like and what you're doing and what you know. Nice. And find a way to integrate that into this traditional type of broadcast because otherwise we will go the way of newspapers. We don't want to do that. That is part of the reason for the scholarship and the foundation is because we know we not only need people to replace us, but we need new thoughts, new energy, new paths. Very nice. We really do. I love that. Jess, can I comment about broadcasting for a second? Yes. You know, people think broadcasting is all about entertaining and informing. What they don't realize is all the things we do as broadcasters from homeland security and safety to to we we support so many different nonprofits out there ourselves as broadcasters we we spend millions of dollars every year in cash Public and airtime everything yeah. we do sure I I would be willing to say I don't think there's a, a nonprofit out there that somehow a broadcaster isn't affiliated with involved with one way or another helping yeah right. wow that's that is such an extraordinary I love I'm learning more on this and I've done work with Lotus Broadcasting mm-hmm. uh, yeah. several times we've done some great work I've not done anything with KLAS uh, yet I've had a few talks with them but I'm learning more today than I th- I thought I knew more than I really did know I love that last piece where you tell them that broadcasting is more than just entertainment and all that mm-hmm. you have a bigger responsibility oh, out there and so I, I love that absolutely. and that's what the foundation's all about is to to bring the brightest and, and hard-working committed people that young people that are interested in that mm-hmm. because i mean i'm telling you pe- businesses rely on what we do i love more than they even know a lot of yeah. times Absolutely. talk to us about uh, i have a note here 100 percent of the nevada broadcasters annual hall of fame silent and live auction proceeds benefit the tony and linda benici scholarship yes tell us uh, give us some because we're we've got about three minutes left okay three, four minutes i want them to know about that silent auction how do they it, reach awesome. you and get involved oh my gosh and, first of all nvba gala Dot org okay. is where you go to get the link. You can just make a straight up donation or you go right to the auction site. We have so much good stuff. We have, you can be a bit actor on Pawn Stars. You can buy a puppy. Okay. You can nice. get tickets to Celine Dion and dinner at a Bazaar Meat. Nice. You, there's so much variety. You want to do a helicopter ride down the strip. You know, take out your date and and really impress them. That's there's the variety from little you know fifty dollar Freddy's car washes for sure to you know we hope five thousand dollars for a week in Tahoe at Glenbrook and wow so we have a huge variety of auction items. Can they see that on the website? They can. You don't have to be at the gala. The gala. I wouldn't say this before now, but the gala is sold out, so you can't get tickets. I was going to ask where to buy tickets. (laughs) Maybe for you, Jess. Since Tony treated you so poorly, maybe for you we can get. Sure. But I leaned on him early, but I didn't know what I was getting myself into. See? I've never seen the man like this yeah. before. This See? one I don't like to mention too often because I want to buy this one myself. Dinner, oh. dinner for 12 cooked at your home from Wolfgang Puck. Wow. How about that? Let's round of applause for that one. Yeah. A round of that applause. That's awesome. a good one. That is awesome. The Wolfgang Puck? No, his his executive chef. Yeah. Just the Puck. Yes, no, just kidding. the puck is I'm coming. Kidding. Yeah, not Wolfgang. No, that's really, really good. That's some good stuff. Yeah. How can people reach you, Tony, if they want to learn more about what you do and how you do? Well, how would you? How? I'd say just call the radio station. At, you know, which set, radio station? Lotus Broadcasting. Oh. Thank you very much. Call Lotus Broadcasting at seven zero two. 
876-1460 and just ask for me and and you'd be amazed when I come out and say hello. <laughs> and you know what? He actually does too. And he's real cool with yeah. it too. Usually he's got something on his mind and something in his hands. So this is a thinker right here. How can people reach you, Linda? Well, um, currently I am retired. So that's a, you don't Round want to. Round of applause to... for retirement. <laughs> yes. Good job. Good you, job. You don't want to reach me at home. <laughs> no, because that's not going to be happening. Yeah, not look pretty. Okay. Um, but I, I think you'll be fine, but okay. A lot of work through the foundation. So through Nevada Broadcaster's office. Um, and then certainly my husband could get a hold of me easily by So uh, they can call Lotus him. to get to you. That's right. Nice. Well, if they're going to do that, all right. Tony B at <laughs> <laughs> Tony B at lvradio.com. Yes. Very nice. Very nice. You two have been incredibly gracious and great folks to have on the show, which I knew you would be. And the conversation was just, it just rolled. It had a great rhythm to it. And I think sharing what you've shared with people in the spirit of, of which you've done it is, uh, it's magical. I love these magical moments. And I, I think it's better when it's organic, don't you? Mm-hmm. Well, Jess, thanks for having us. No, yeah. you're awesome. You're awesome. I really, really appreciate having you. And I want to tell people where they can find, uh, where they can also see us or find us on other uh, areas other than just right here through the station, which is good. You can find us actually on Google TV, on YouTube, on RSS feed for sure, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and of course, Vegas Video. Definitely round of applause for Vegas Video Network. They can find us here. If it wasn't for Scott and his brilliance, we would still be sitting on the couch, not broadcasting. <laughs> you know, yeah, They can also find us on Roku and iTunes, Apple TV, YouTube, uh, Stitcher, well, that's some pretty good distribution, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm talking. Good. This is this. This is. I'm here. just. I, I. This is just not boys in the hood. I'm telling you. This. I've come a long ways here, because of people like you. Yeah. Uh, and that. And that's really true. But what we like to say, we do pride ourselves on seeking to leave people feeling excellent, uh, revived, charged, uh, energized, excited, and we like to say we wrote the book on how you leave them feeling, and that's how we'll end the broadcast you you too have left us feeling exceptional and it's all about how you leave them feeling yeah.